Welcome back to the Rise of Dragons podcast. My name is Robert Blanchard, but my friends call me Bobby. And I'd like to thank everyone for downloading episode 6, which was Aiden's first battle. Uh, It was my highest performing episode by far, so I hope everyone enjoyed that one. It was kind of cool to take a, a little bit of a different approach, going away from the character studies, I guess, and all that stuff, and actually cover an event from the book. So it was a little bit different, and um, I had a, had a lot of fun doing it, and you know, I hope everyone enjoyed it. For this episode, I agonized a little bit about what I wanted to talk about, and uh, I kind of thought about covering the Battle of Delmar at the end of the first book, but I didn't really want to do two episodes in the same kind of vein like that, and uh, it... It also kind of bothered me, I don't know why, to do two of Aiden's battles, even though I mean, the books are in first person, so most everything I'm going to cover is going to have something to do with Aiden. But in the end, I decided to go with a character that was deleted from the original manuscript uh, that goes by the name of Mist. Mist was a character I kind of created while playing the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. If you've ever played that game, it was on the Xbox 360. Uh, It was the first open world game I ever played, and it was the kind of game that I dreamed about. And I played the crap out of that game. Like, I just played it over and over and over again. I would create new characters, I would play it again. Probably one of my favorite games of all time. But in the game, Mist was a Khajiit, which is basically a humanoid cat, and he specialized in the art of mysticism. From the Elder Scrolls Wiki, mysticism is a magic art skill that manipulates magic and forces in the world. It includes spells that absorb, reflect, and dispel magic, as well as the ability to move objects, sense nearby life, and bind souls in the stones for future use. I think originally I had spelled the name Mist with an I, like the regular Mist, but my girlfriend Kate suggests that I make it a Y, and I thought it worked a lot better. I'm usually against things like that a lot of the time, but that was a situation where I felt like it worked. In the books, Mist is part of the Denera race, which is basically humanoid cats. The backstory on Mist is that the Denera live on an island off the coast of where uh, the main story takes place, and Mist was part of an elite group of assassins. And I don't think I ever actually wrote this out in the book because the intention was to kind of drag out Miss backstory and reveal it at a later later date. But the story I always had in my mind was that Mist was sent to kill a particular person. And while Mist was there to do the job, um, he is confronted by the victim's 
child. And Mist does not end up going through with the assassination, which obviously is a you know a big no-no in uh, Mist's line of work. So Mist ends up on the run from his clan, and that's how he kind of ends up on the mainland. In the original manuscript of the Roar of a Dragon, Mist is not um, Mist does not show up in the book until Aiden's future three thousand years after his death. I believe it's after um, Aiden escapes Delmar after his first confrontation with Sirak and Mist kind of sneaks up on him with a bow and arrow and uh, that's how they first meet. And Mist is a very stoic, very blunt character. He says exactly what's on his mind and I, although Iskandor does the same thing, um, Mist's type of bluntness is kind of what Aiden needs at that particular point. He's re- he's really disillusioned. Um, he's still dealing with his death and resurrection and how it came to be. And now he's in this future time where evil has sprung up from his homeland. And he's also confronted Serac for the first time. Serac had a, a Therlor Garridan, uh, Aiden's mentor, you know, they, he forced them to fight. So Aiden is really on the verge of losing his mind at this point. And Mist really helps kind of put things in perspective for Aiden. Uh, while revealing himself that he's gone through similar betrayals and you know, obviously not going into it at that point in time. But he's, he's talking about the assassination that he uh, fled from. And right after they first meet... Um, Aiden and Timor are having an argument, and those two do not get along right off the bat. But Timor brings up Garridan again, and Aiden doesn't want to even hear Garridan's name because he's he's just trying to block out of his mind what just took place, the battle between him and Garridan. And Aiden yells at Timor, and in the course of yelling at him, his, his newfound powers, which are unstable, and Aiden has been having trouble controlling his powers kind of pulse and they send Timor flying backwards. But before anyone can even realize what's happening, Timor lands in a pile of leaves that Miss creates. Uh, it doesn't come out and say that in the book, but it just says that Miss is, was standing stoically nearby. So he created this pile of leaves for Timor to land on without so much as lifting a finger. And then Aiden storms off to be by himself and Mist follows him and that's where they have the conversation where Miss kind of puts things in perspective for him. And basically says to him, you know, it's okay for you to feel the way you feel, but there are lives at stake here and, you know, you have a job to do. So Miss kind of really pushes Aiden back towards going back to his time and saving his people. When really Aiden, all Aiden really wants to do is save Garridan. That's, that's Aiden's basically primary goal when he goes back to his own time. But obviously in the end, he, he does what he's supposed to do. Now, during the course of that conversation where after Aiden sent Timor flying and Mist created the pile of leaves for Timor to land in and Mist follows Aiden, Mist reveals to Aiden that he's been alive for over 5,000 years. And Aiden asks him if his race has long a long lifespan. And Miss says that 
the Daenerys have lifespans slightly longer than humans, but that his lifespan is unique. Now, of course, it is never revealed why Mist's lifespan is unique. And to be perfectly honest, I never really got that far in his character development, so I don't know either why his lifespan is that unique. But um, maybe it will be revealed in a future novel because I would like to bring Mist into the book somehow. But unfortunately, uh, I don't think I'll be able to do it as well as I did in the original manuscript. And the reason for that is uh, before Aiden goes back to his own time, Mist says that, you know, I can offer you a little bit of help. And Aiden says, what do you mean by that? And Mist says, I want you to find my younger self. And I really kind of like that idea. And while I was writing the manuscript, I would give pieces of it to my friends to read and critique or whatever. And that idea was a very popular idea. But the thing is, when Aiden goes back to his time and he finds Mist, Mist is a very different being than what Aiden had met in the future. He's younger. He's more hot-headed. Uh, the the escape from his clan and all that stuff is a lot fresher in his mind and is weighing really heavily on him. Mist is much more confrontational than he was in the future. In the future, he's had 3,000 years or whatever it is to, you know, think about what happened and, you know, try and, try and speculate, you know, what it really meant and how it affected him as a being. He's much older and he's much wiser and the younger Mist is much more impulsive. And Mist becomes a very, very powerful ally to Aiden and the Companions. I think I wrote a situation right before the Battle of Delmar where the Companions are confronted by this entire army and they all fire arrows. You know, the archers fire arrows at the Companions. And Mist is just kind of standing there and the arrows hit this invisible wall and dissolve or whatever and he doesn't even lift a finger or do anything. To be perfectly honest, I probably made him a bit overpowered. <laughs> and Aiden himself is also overpowered. I've, you know, kind of had to find ways to tone that down a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Mist was definitely a favorite character when I wrote the original manuscript. And the reason I had to cut him out is because if you listen to the first episode where I had to cut the manuscript from 150,000 words back down to 80,000, um, Mist became a major sacrifice. And I really had to look at it, look at the whole story from a broad view. And, you know, Mist's story really, if I took him out, it really didn't affect the overall story in a major way. So, unfortunately, I had to make that choice and kind of delete him from the original manuscript. And I wish I didn't, but it was kind of the way it had to be. You know, when you're a writer or a filmmaker or things like that, you have to make choices like that. You know, you have to keep things at a certain length because, you know, if it goes too long, people lose interest. If it's too short, you know, it, there may not be enough meat on the bone. So... You know, those are the kind of things you have to think about and make some tough decisions sometimes. But as I said, I do have thoughts of bringing Mist into future books, and uh, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that. 
And again, I don't think it'll be as good as what I did in this original manuscript. But I think Mist is a very strong character. And I think that uh, he would add a lot to the books if I brought him in the right way and used him the right way. To complete his kind of character profile a little bit, Mist is a humanoid cat, as I said, a Daenera, who wears gray robes, hence, you know, the moniker of Mist. And he's extremely powerful, very wise, very blunt. He's kind of like that old wizard character, I guess, without, you know, the gray beard and the long gray hair. You know, he's just a, he's a very stoic, strong character. And I'm almost 100% positive that I can find a way to fit him into the future books and uh, probably, you know, make better use of him than I did in the original manuscript, even, even though um, he was there at some very pivotal points. But to use him in a way where, you know, taking him out of the story would be very detrimental, you know, making it more meaningful, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. So that's it on this little character profile of Mist. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed this. Uh, it was one of those things that, you know, when it kind of hit me as a topic to discuss, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's a great idea because obviously he wasn't in the books. I don't think I gave a spoiler rating for the <laughs> at the beginning of the show. Uh, this is a it'll be a one star, like, you know, little to no spoilers because obviously he's not in the book. But, you know, I, I thought it was a different kind of departure even from the other character profiles because this one was not in the book so it was you know an easier thing to discuss I don't worry have to worry too much about spoiling stuff and I think it's a very interesting insight on you know sacrifices you have to make when you're writing and uh, you know it's not easy to do things like that but it's necessary sometimes and you know it is what it is and by the way, for anyone listening out there, if, if you have any questions about the books or about the writing process or things like that, you know, I'm not an expert or anything, but, you know, I can try to provide some some insight on, to the writing process and, you know, things that go into it. You can get a hold of me. I have an author page on Facebook under my name, Robert Blanchard. Um, each of the books, The Roar of a Dragon, The Treachery of a Weasel, and The Cry of a Raven have their own pages on Facebook. Um, you can get a hold of me on Twitter or Instagram at Bobby's World 2110. You know, any questions you may have or anything you want me to answer on the show, I would be more than happy to offer, you know, whatever insight I can possibly offer. And I think that's going to do it. You can go to robertblanchardbooks.com if you're interested in purchasing the books. You can read the first three chapters of each book there for free and make an informed choice before you decide to buy. You can also follow the Rise of Dragons podcast on Facebook under that name. You can also check out my YouTube channel at Bobby's World 2110. There will be a new episode of the Dark Souls 3 Noesis run going up today. It'll probably be up by the time you hear this. And I think I'm going to get ready and plan another Hunger Games for this week. So you have that to look forward to. But until then, be well, stay safe, and I hope everyone has an outstanding week. And um, I will see you back here next time. Take care, guys.